Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Life Reimagine, Making the Impossible Possible. I am with my lovely co-host. Hello, hello, Catherine Lucadu. Oh, and my name's Christy May. I didn't even introduce myself. <laughs> you know, it is Friday. I think we should hope that by now, we're on the eighth episode, people have an idea of who we are. But if you don't, Chrissy May, Catherine Lucado, we are with you today. And I think that we've got a pretty good topic today. We sure do. It is the power of collaboration and how it can elevate you to a whole new level of success, which is what we all are here for, right? It is. At least I think most of us are. Um, And maybe if you're not, it's just because maybe life got in the way and it was hard to concentrate on success and um, rather than just living day to day, because I find that that's what tends to happen every once in a while is you end up just living day to day rather than thinking of. And I feel like I've had this conversation so many times this week is if we stopped thinking about, you know, just getting to tomorrow. And we just thought a little bit more of, okay, well, what could this look like a month from now? What could this look like three months from now, six, nine, you know, a year from now. And I think that that's where our topic really ties in today is what happens or what would happen if we started collaborating with people who have different gifts, experiences, um, or they're further down the road than we are, what would happen to you and your business today if we decided to start collaborating together? And we've, uh, you and I have both seen the results of, of collaborations over the years and we're, we are a testament to that right now. Um, so where do you want to kick this off this week? Well, I think, you know, I always, I think you starting with a quote a couple of weeks ago is great. And I, and I love quotes and this one's a, just a very simple one, but if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I like to even interject and, and change it a bit and say, grow together because this is a journey and it's an ever evolving journey. It's yeah. a, at a personal level and a professional level. And so I just, I'm all about collaboration. I've seen my areas of my life, gratefully, a great, gratefully, yes, that too, um, expand and improve over the years because of collaboration. So I just think it's so vital, especially, um, in, in today's era too, in 2022, never than ever before. It's so important right now. So let's kick it off. Okay. How about just starting with ways that people can come together? And I mean, since you did mention this is women this month, um, international women's day a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago, uh, just basic ways we can give women specifically on how to form strategic partnerships and where they can go to look for that. What if we rewind a little bit and first, because you and I are on the same page when it comes to collaboration, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and working together through things and exchanging ideas. But I think we may have to rewind a little bit because I think there are some people out there who aren't used to collaborating, or maybe they've been in an environment or a culture where that just wasn't the norm. So what if we go back a little bit and sort of give the mindset behind collaboration? Because 
in order to uh, want to collaborate, you have to have a mindset of abundance, meaning that you actually want to share ideas. And I know that um, in in interviews and, and over the years and talking to agents, not everyone has that mindset of abundance and wanting to share ideas. Or what if we collaborated on a deal in real estate? Sometimes people have the idea, well, I would be giving up money if I collaborate with you. But if you changed up the wording and you said, no, what would you be gaining if you collaborated with someone? And that's where the, you know, the mindset and the language that you have going through your mind, instead of using the word, you know, how much am I spending by doing this? And how much is it costing me? What if you flip it and just keep saying, but what would I gain? What would I invest? You know, what would be the reward of collaboration? So it's the scarcity mindset Mm -hmm. that will never lead to collaboration Um, and gaining that new knowledge, because that's what we're all talking about, right? In order to be successful, you have to grow. And I think that you have to have the growth mindset. And that's where the collaboration comes from. So maybe there are some people out there today who are listening to this and you haven't been in environments of collaboration. Maybe we have to just go back to the way that you see things and the language that you use when you're thinking about uh, working with someone. Are you thinking about it? Well, is this a win-win situation? Mm -hmm. Is this something that I could give? And then, you know, maybe I could get something back as a reward for that. You know, well, I also think it's how you show up and what you just mentioned right now is what I was going to say. It's acquiring that win-win mindset. Mm -hmm. And what are you bringing to the table as well? Because, you know, that's really important to understand that you need to align with influential individuals that share the same vision and purposes that you do. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like? Getting clear on your vision, on your purpose, and what you're looking to achieve over the next three, six, nine, 12 months. Uh, Once you understand that, then I think it's a little easier to start aligning yourself with those individuals and pinpointing strengths that you have and what you can bring to the table as well. So true. So true. So I'll go back to the first question you asked was um, my experience with collaboration. And I know for myself, you know, I was a single agent, a solo agent for many years working at a large franchise. And there was definitely (laughs) no culture of collaboration. You were you were the Lone Ranger and you were um, facing the world on your own, figuring it out. And you really it was almost to the point where you really didn't want to discuss your business because it felt like um, everyone was a competitor. You know, it was, oh, well, if I tell you something, but this was just the culture that was created, I realized. And I had come from a collaborative culture um, from teaching where we would compare, you know, what we were going to go and teach that day. If we were all teaching the same segment of English, for example, we would compare teaching plans. Oh, were you going to talk about? Well, I was going to, you know, give these examples or I was going to show this video. And then I moved into real estate. And then all of a sudden it was like, almost like I was just a fish in a shark tank. And I didn't like that because I thought, but why, why is everyone a like a competition? Because my mind thought if I'm going to someone's home to list it, 
Aren't they going to choose us based on what we bring to the table? Mm -hmm. I mean, just because you go to that person's house and then I go to that person's house and we each are being interviewed, it doesn't mean that we're all going to be chosen. They're going to choose who they want to use. So why are you and I, you know, why do we have to feel like it's, I don't know, that competition feeling. I just didn't see why it had to be there. Um, so, you know, I went through that as a solo agent for eight, eight and a half years. And then I decided that I was going to go out on my own and open my own brokerage. But of course, how do you do that? How do you just know how to open a real estate brokerage? So that's where my real source of collaboration came in because I started attending these high level masterminds with John Cheplak and he had been my coach and he would invite all of these high level people into this, into a room at someone's office and everyone would sit around talking about what worked and what didn't work. And I think that is a key point that maybe we can talk about is that it's not always about the great things in life and how great everything is going and how much success that I'm having. It's the mistakes and the mm-hmm. failures and this didn't work. And, you know, here's my experience. I don't think you should do it. I think you should go this route. And that's how you learn. Exactly. And connecting with empathy. You know, that's, that's where really people start getting to the foundation of what's going on, as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. and seeking out those high level individuals that have been there and done that. I mean, they, they're trailblazers. They pave the way for the beginners, the newbies to come along. And so attaching yourself or aligning yourself with someone who's already been there and done that is, is extremely important and is going to help you level up to, you know, to a whole new degree. Oh, so true. That the the problem solving aspect of collaboration Mm -hmm. is amazing. And, you know, when you started with that quote, it reminded me, um, uh, I've decided to revisit um, the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I, I've i read the book a couple of times, but now I have it as an audible. So I listen to it in the morning while I'm getting ready. And um, one of the quotes that came from there is, no two minds ever come together without thereby creating a third invisible, intangible force, which may be likened to a third mind. And it's so true. Mm. You know, I have my ideas, you have your ideas, But when we come together, we create a whole new set of ideas. And that's what this is about. So imagine you sit in a room or you're you're in a community like we've created at EXP. Um, You know, someone brings up an issue, but now you've got 10 people who can all help you problem solve that one issue you have. And so something that you thought was so difficult you now have 10 different responses and ways that you can go about it. Mm-hmm. It's the power of the pack. Yes. You know, when you're coming together and you're all like-minded and you're so equally driven and focused, it's, it's, it's so powerful. I've been a part of situations like that. And so once you're there, I believe it just it's taking the first step for you mentioned for those that haven't done this before have been there. Yes. It's taking the first step and And building those relationships where you can fully trust the individuals you are entering into this, uh, this group with. Yeah, it's so true. And I know the first mastermind I (laughs) attended was three months before I was opening my brokerage. And, um, 
John, the coach, he said, okay, so we're going to have a hot seat now. He's like, Catherine, you're in the hot seat. And he's like, so the hot seat means that you literally just put out there something that is a, a pain point, something that is really challenging that you're finding. And it didn't matter whether it was business or mindset or whatever. And mine was mindset because I sat there and I said, how can I open a brokerage when I've never owned one? You know, um, the people, uh, you know, my competitors in the, in the industry are, are going to, to blacklist me. They're going to blacklist my, my listings and all kinds of things. And so many people in the room said, you're coming from a space of scarcity right now right. and from fear. Mm-hmm. And you need to shift that to abundance and just say, this is going to work. You have the qualities, you have knowledge, you have experience in managing people. This is going to work. Change and shift the way you're thinking about this. And you need to hear someone else say that to you because Mm -hmm. not everyone will say that to you and not everyone will be honest with you and give honest feedback. But it's exactly what you said when you're in that environment where you trust each other and you feel like you are in a different space than I am and I respect you. Then I also respect, you know, what you have to say to me because there's no ulterior motive. You have nothing to gain from me. Mm -hmm. You're just giving me honest feedback feedback or constructive criticism. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Yeah. So tell me about something that um, has helped you in the past in collaboration, or maybe even more recently where you have found that it really helped you to evolve into the next space of where you wanted to be. I I believe in finding individuals who um, you can be very vulnerable with where you can be so transparent and you know, they're not going to judge you. And this is where I'm at currently in my life. And I'm showing up, you know, this is who I'm, you know, who I am, where I'm at. And you can just have that open discussion. And there's so many beautiful things that come out of moments like that. So finding those key people Mm -hmm. um, to be able to go back and forth with, like, like you and I have done, you know, off camera too, um, that has helped greatly for me. And so focusing on those core humans that I want to associate with and get laser focused on how we can help each other and, and how I can be of service to them as well. Um, That has really impacted my growth over the last four to five months, um, especially. And you know what word just came to my mind? (laughs) There can't be ego in this equation Mm -hmm. when you're going to collaborate and when you're going to trust someone. And it's Mm -hmm. it's exactly like it's like two words literally just popped out on the screen to me was like um, where you said vulnerability, um, trust and then ego. And that ego cannot be there in order for there to be vulnerability and trust Mm -hmm. Um, because when you're in these situations where you're collaborating with people or you're in a mastermind, there can't be anyone in that room who's sitting there judging someone else. You know, it's, it's just a matter of, I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to listen to you. And I'm here to, you know, give you my experiences, solutions that have worked for me. And then you can decide whether that's something that might work for you. And something I've always learned when I've attended a mastermind or a conference is I don't need to pick up even 70% of what you're talking about. If I come back with one thing Mm -hmm. that has changed 
everything in the way that I look at something, my perspective, then I got everything I needed. So you may pay $3,000 to attend an event of some kind, or you may travel, you know, thousands of miles to attend one of these meetings. But if you can come away with that one thing, then that's all you need. I agree. And I've been a part of situations like that, that it's just that, that golden nugget, that, that one thing that just really sat with you and has become the game changer in moving forward. And I also think that when you align yourself with leaders, leaders who have established themselves, who you have looked up to and respect and admire, um, you start and you start just picking up on, on energy and, how someone, how someone shows up, you can even go to them for advice. So maybe you're not going to collaborate with them, um, one-on-one specifically, but someone like that could be a great guide for you on who they could refer you to. And so it just goes back to relationships and, and in social currency, it's everything, you know, your, your network is your net worth. And so who are you surrounding yourself with? Um, So getting out there and just start talking to people, creating those relationships, and they could be a really great resource for you as well. And when we talk about just talking to people, you know, there's, there's putting your challenges out there and then there's whining. (laughs) And I want to make that distinction because there is a distinction between discussing issues you have and whining. When people whine, they just want people to hear them, but nothing changes. When you put out a, a challenge that you've got, you have to actually want to fix that challenge, you know, and you're actually looking for solutions. So and you're listening. The key point to that is also <laughs> yeah. listening that you just don't go, go into something that you, you know, you want to hear what you want to hear. You have to be yes. open to hearing and really listening to someone's advice. If you're seeking someone for advice, listen. It's so true. Um, I know that uh, one of the people in our, our EXP community, one of our business partners, he messaged me um, I think it was last Saturday morning. And he said, you know, I'm just driving. And I just wanted to let you know, like, I can't believe where my business has gone in such a short period of time. And it made me smile because, you know, nothing drastic. I didn't give drastic solutions for his business. All I did was provide him a third party perspective you know, and, and moved him out of his comfort zone and out of fear and look to the future, you know, future pace, what you, every, every decision you make future pace it, you know, a lot of the time people think of the cost, right? The cost of doing business now, but how much will that cost me to attend that conference? How much will it cost me to pay for that flight? And sometimes you have to ask yourself, what will it cost you if you don't? go to that conference and learn something that you really need to learn to implement in your business or, you know, what, what, what is the the time cost to attend uh, a mastermind or, or attend a training that's going on online during the week, during your day? Well, if it's a topic that you need to learn about, what is the cost of not attending? Well, you just held back where your business could be moving to. But I find it fascinating that those 
those questions even arise? Because if you want to grow in anything in life, how do you expect to grow if you don't invest? So that it doesn't even equal in my, like, I can't wrap my head around it. You know, if you want to grow, if you want to go to the next level in relationships, whether that's personal or professional, you have to invest in it. And oftentimes that comes in the form of, you know, currency, money, Mm -hmm. or your time and efforts. And so that's just, that's just natural for when I think about it. Yeah. It's so true. Um, so, you know, in, in continuing where I was at with my story, you know, I had the brokerage for five years, but then when EXP came along, um, you know, and I saw, I could not believe, and, and you know, this is where you have that doubt, right? Before you want to, to make a change, you, you have doubts in your mind. Mm-hmm. You're playing through all these things that you've heard in, in, in the community and agents. Oh, but I heard it's like this, or I heard it's like that. And I always believe, you know, do your research, go and do the research yourself, talk to people, see what they have to say about a company. I, what I found hard to believe is because I had been sort of in the franchise system and I had seen what, what agents were like for the majority, I found it so hard to believe that there was a company out there where people were collaborating together and they were growing and succeeding together, even though they were each running their own businesses. And I thought, no, it can't be. And what was interesting was I decided in my research that I was going to talk to different people in different states and in different provinces in Canada. And what was fascinating is everyone had the same answer. Oh, yeah. You know, I I, I just pick up the phone and I call that person and they're willing to open their playbook mm-hmm. for me. Or I was going to call this person and they just they just sent me a video and how to do this. And I said, wow, like I these people didn't even know each other. They didn't even know I was calling. And right off the bat, these were their answers to me. So that's where I started realizing, OK, there is something different about this company. And 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 then when you and I started talking and I was started and I was like so excited when I was and you and you actually said to me, you wrote back, I can feel how excited you are in what you're texting me because I it's like I had found my place. Mm-hmm. I had found my people and people who had that same abundance mentality that I had, but wasn't really able to use it for so many years. And it's leaders leading leaders. You know, that's, there's never that mindset of lack or of competition. It's collaborative efforts that come together because when we, when we all contribute, we rise together as one. And if more people could adopt that mindset and, and shift it from a threat, fear-based thought to an abundant, full, fullness, and just a loving energy, like that's when true abundance and miracles start happening and shifting, happening and shifting. I've seen it in my own life. And so I just, once you start meeting people like-minded, you just come together and you really start things, start witnessing uh, things transform. So, so true. And you know, it's interesting because when, when we decided that we were going to be talking about collaboration today, you know, I kind of, in my mind started, you know, you always like look to examples out there and some of the greatest 
companies that exist today are collaborations between people. I mean, at, that, at least that's how they initially started. You know, mm-hmm. think about Mark Zuckerberg, who has Facebook, where this video is sitting right now, and Instagram. That would never have occurred had he not collaborated in a dorm room in a university because this group of guys wanted to create this network. You know, or you think of Apple you know, Steve Jobs and, and his partner, and you just keep going, keep going, keep going. This is how some of the largest companies in the world. And then I go back to that book, Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. And when they talk about Henry Ford, Henry Ford actually collaborated with other people in order to create one of the greatest car companies in the world. Same with Honda. Mm-hmm. Honda actually wasn't Honda. Honda was uh, a few people who one had engineering uh, mindset and one had knowledge of marketing and industry. They came together and they produce wonderful, wonderful, you know, long lasting companies. So why wouldn't we want to do this across the board in any industry? Yeah, and think of musicians that have collaborated, you know, right. You know, and now celebrities, musicians with brand companies, you know, Louis Vuitton and and coach. I mean, I can just go on and on, as you mentioned. And so, you know, they're doing it. They're they're showing us this is the way. So it's it shouldn't be any surprise that this is the secret formula. And one of the collaborations I think that I see today and it makes me smile every time I see it is Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. You know, I mean, opposite ends of the spectrum, but even even so, it still works, you know, and this is what people don't realize is that it's not about where you're coming from. It's do you have the same mindset? Right. Are you it's are you follow? Do you follow the same principles? Do you have the same idea of success? Everyone's allowed to have their own opinions Mm -hmm. and they're allowed to have their own ideas. But that's what makes. And I think even the the, the crazier the collaboration, the better you know. think of the songs out there now mixing country with rap. (laughs) You know, but the songs that are coming out, they've got a really nice rhythm to them. It's not all what we've been listening to before. So, yeah, it's uh, I, I love when I see unusual or different collaborations because it shows you what's possible. You know, what we thought was impossible is possible, you know. Um, especially when I watch symphony, like a, a violinist or a cellist, but they turn it into rock. Mm. And they create a rock performance with their cello. You know, most people would say, well, that's just not how it should be. Well, no, it is. Why not? They've just decided to collaborate with another type of genre and create something really amazing. Absolutely. And standing out, you know, thinking outside the box. That's the whole point of this. That's becoming a creative genius yeah. is not to follow um, the one before you, but to go down um the road less traveled. I mean, it's, it's, that's what you want to do. That's how great inventions are created. So why don't we go there for a second? What do you think it is then that differentiates the people who are willing to go down that road and stand out in the crowd and not worry that so-and-so or this group of people or society in general is going to look at me like I'm crazy for doing this? 
I think it's a combination of a few things. I think it comes down to uh, your relationship with yourself. You know, are you confident enough to take that quote unquote risk? You know, the more confident you are and the more sure of you of yourself, you're Mm -hmm. not you're not going to that's not going to matter to you. That's not even in the equation. You know, you are, this is my, this is the path I'm going down. This is my, my thought process and nothing's going to get in the way of that. And then of course you add like-minded people to that whole process and wow, like big things start shifting. And so that would be the first thing. And I also think a lot of it has to do with making so much, I I don't, I don't want to call them mistakes because they're not, not mistakes, but you know, figuring out along your journey that you're going to ebb and flow and, and things are going to be up and down. And you get to a point to where you start, you're so obsessed with the journey. You're so obsessed with creating because you now look at it with what if, mm-hmm. what if, like I, I actually may slip this time and it may not turn out how I thought it would, but it could turn out better. And mm-hmm. so that's part of that assure the assurity that you have within yourself is that you just know that's where real big miracles, um, you know, are created from is that, that, that kid mindset, that kid, like a kid, you know, they always just look at life with just, wow, that one, that wonder. So I just, I really do think it comes down to your relationship with who you are and knowing what you want in life. So true. And I think, um, I know myself a few years ago is when I really decided to shift how I think. And Mm. it was a simple sentence. It was, um, oh my gosh, what could go wrong? And then I just shifted that to, oh, what, how could this, how amazing could this turn out? How great could this be when it works out? And the other thing I had to come to terms with was if it doesn't work, that's okay. Just do something else. You know, I remember when I got into real estate, someone said to me, well, what if it doesn't work? I said, then it doesn't work. (laughs) Then I'll just do something else. People seem to think it's the end of the world. You know, when something happens, even, even with an agent changing companies, you know, it's, I understand that it's a big decision, but it's not like the end of the world. No. You know, you go and try it because what if it's the best thing you ever do? You know, they're, they're wondering how many things can go wrong, but if they thought about it and thought, but wow, like, look at all these people whose lives have changed from making this one move to this company like EXP, like we did imagine how, how, how different and amazing my life could be if I did the same thing. So it's just that shift. And, but exactly what you said, you've got to trust in, in you that you are your product. You're the person who's going to make it work. Mm -hmm. And as long as you surround yourself, and that was that fourth point we were talking about, surround yourself with your tribe, with the right people, anything's possible. I think it's all about your tribe. You know, when you can find that group that is just all, you know, um, elevating each other to the next level, you know, cheering each other on, Mm -hmm. you know, having that mind, that attitude and force that you are, you're, you're shining a light on them and you don't feel envy. You just feel nothing but just like, let's go together. Let's do this together. There is 
there, I'll tell you, there is so much, um, power in a mindset like that. So I know we say it time and time again, and I don't want to sound redundant, but if you haven't picked up already, it is all about a mindset. And it always is. It, it, it comes really to, is. Everything in life yeah. comes back to that because yeah. you are choosing your thoughts every single day. I could sit here and choose yeah. low vibe thoughts if I wanted to about certain things in my life, but I choose not to. I choose to see it with joy and love yeah. and gratitude. And, you know, yeah. with that, you start attracting that 10 times fold into your life. So it really it's, does come down with that. And it's so true. And it's, it's all intentional. You know, you can wake up in the morning on the wrong side of the bed, but you have to be intentional about changing that, lifting it. And it's, it's really not that hard. It's called go work out, get your body moving. (laughs) Now listen to something that's uplifting or inspirational. Now go and do something for yourself or, you know, do little things. And maybe, you know, what if it's a really hard day, then give yourself a break. You know, it's, it's really that simple. And I think that people overcomplicate everything in life. It's over dramatized. It's overcomplicated. Life really isn't all that difficult, but if you can just look at it in a, with, through a different lens, then I think that the outcomes would be a whole lot different for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get out, have some fun. Do yeah. some something that just changes your perspective and your energetic makeup. It's yeah, it's, it really is simple. It really is simple as just choosing a different thought and a different path every single day. It is, it is. And you know, that's what we're trying to do here with this podcast is changing mindsets, changing lives, showing people that, you know, what's impossible or what you thought was impossible is actually possible. Anything is possible. It's always a choice. And I think we're going to bring on somebody here in a couple of weeks. That's going to uh, help provide even more information on this subject. So it's not just coming from Catherine and I, but we'll, well have another, we'll have another exciting. guest. On here. <laughs> How exciting. Yes. We're going to be bringing on um, our end of month guest speaker. And uh, once we have that date locked in, we're going to let you all know on social media, but um Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here, but you know, if you do like everything you're listening to, we would love it. If you, you know, download us so that we just appear in your podcasts. If you like what you hear, give us a five stars. Um, And you know what? Reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, just at our names, you know, look up uh, at Chrissy May, uh, look up at Catherine Lucado. We would love to hear from you um, on either platform. So, uh, well, I wish you an awesome weekend and an awesome week ahead. You as well. And I will see you next Friday. Sounds good. Bye everyone. Make it a beautiful weekend.